Okay, we're learning that Chafim and Aleph. And we're going to begin Chafim and Bez, five lines from the bottom. Amrav Papa, Hilchasa, the Alacha is, he's referring to the Sugi yesterday, the Machlaikas, and the Lil Nirabanan, whether Safik Mukhan, Safik Muktsa is Aser Rabbater. So he says, Alacha is, Nachri Shehevi Darin Yisrael Nachri. A guy brings a gift to a Yisrael Biyamtev. If that min that he brought, the type of thing that he brought as a gift, is b'mukhober, so we have to assume that he picked it. In other words, it was muktza. He picked it on yamtiv, and Mela it's aser. Now after yamtiv, now the chayyeh. What's the problem? After yamtiv, even if it was muktza because he picked it on yamtiv, after yamtiv it should be mutter. it's still aser. Bichdeshi yasu. means in. For the amount of time that it would take to do it again. In other words, this is another halacha. The first halacha is that if the guy did malacha, sorry, if the guy picked it on yamtiv, so then we say it's muktza. And even if we have a safik, we have to be machmir safik muchan is aser. The second halacha is a guy did malacha for Yisrael. It's aser for the Yisrael to be nana from the malacha that the guy did. It's aser for him to be nana, and therefore even on Matzah Shabbos, it's aser to be nana because. If right after Shabbos he'll eat what the guy brought because it's no longer muksa, he's still being nana. Because if he wouldn't have done the malacha for him on Shabbos, he would have done the malacha for him after Shabbos, he would have had to wait. So he's being nana when he has it right after Shabbos or right after Yamtiv, he's being nana from the malacha that the Nafi did for him on Yamtiv. So how do you avoid being nana? You wait so you wait the amount of time it would have taken to done the malacha after Yamtiv, and then he's not being nana anymore from the malacha. Now, what if what he brought you for a gift? There isn't a mukhubar. He brought something that there's no shaila of being mukhubar. It's not a safik mukhan. So then, there's no shaila of muqsa. The question is, did he do malacha for you? So, he didn't do the malacha of harvesting, of picking, but maybe he did a malacha of carrying, of going out of the tchum and yam to vitasa to go out of the tchum. So, tocha tchum. So, if he brought it from within the tchum, within 2000 amas, and it's mukhubar. He did nothing wrong. But if you buy it from outside of the tchum, then it's aser. Now concludes the Gemara of Abba Yisrael said, and if it was brought, if it came, if it was brought from out of the tchum for one Yisrael, mutter Yisraelacher, it's mutter for another Yisrael. Meaning, if the guy did a malacha for one Yisrael, he can't be nander from the malacha, but another Yisrael can. Now Rashi says this is difficult because we find elsewhere if a nachri lights a fire for one Yisrael, it's aser for every Yisrael to be nander. Meaning, if malacha is done for one Jew, it's aser for all Jews equally. So why here does it say if it's brought from outside of the Tchum for one Yisrael, it's mutter for another Yisrael. So Rashi says, Tchum and Rabbanan, they weren't so machmer and Tchum and Rabbanan. Some Rishayim learned that it's Davka Tchumin, but on the we paskin, that it's all Yisrael and Rabbanan. And this is Rabbanan, the Yisrael is only to be nander from the person, for the person who the Malach was done for him. For others it's mutter. And this is Deraisa, for Malach was done for one Yisrael, and it's Nisad Deraisa, then it's Asr for all Yisrael. Now, we explained that the reason why it's Aser, Anmati Shabbos Bechidei Yishayasu, is so you shouldn't be nanny from the Malacha that these all did. You can't, so that the Nachri did. You're not allowed to be nanny from the Malacha. Now, Rashi says, what would happen if there's two days Yamtiv? So the Malacha was done on the first day Yamtiv. So you wait until Matzai the first day, which is Leil the second day, and you wait Bechidei Yishayasu, the amount of time we have taken to do it then, and then it's Matzai. Why? Because if today, when the Malacha was done, that was Yamtiv, so tonight it's already not Yamtam anymore. You wait the amount of time that he could have done it afterwards, and you're not Nana anymore from the Malachi during Yamtam. And if tonight is Yamtam, and this morning when the Malachi was done, it wasn't Yamtam, so Bukhala is no problem. It's not Yamtam. 
That's what Rashi says, Vahalacha. So the halacha of Bechidei and Yamtev, even though it's done on the first day, you can wait in, into the night of the second day, and you can be nana while it's still Yamtev Shani. Taisa says, no. The reason why, according to Taisa, you can't be nana from the malacha that the guy does for the Yisrael is, is a chashash. It's also to ask the guy to do malacha for you. That's called the Mir Lanachri. And Chazawar Machmar, even if the guy did the malacha for you without you asking him, you can't have any anah from it. Because if you could have anah, you might come to ask him to do it for you another time. So, maybe you'll tell him to do it for you. Says if that's the reason why it's Asr, I can't be Nana because I might come to ask him to do it for me another time. Then if I could be Nana on Lil Yom Tavshaini, after B'chlesh Yasu, the next time on Yom Tavrishan, I'll want a guy to do Malacha for me, and I'll ask him to do it. Because even though I won't be able to be Nana on Yom Tavrishan, I'll be able to be Nana on Yom Tavshaini at night, I'll be able to have it. And that's a gain for me. So there's still a So Melo Taisa says, since the reason why you can't have a Magai is because it's exactly you might ask me to do malacha for you another time, then it's going to be Asr until Matzayam Tavshayni Bechdeshi Asu, until after the second day of Yamdu. And that's the way that we pass it. Says the Gemara A person plugs up in Amasamayim. He has a stream that leads him to a certain, uh, you know, area where there's a pond, a collection of water. And he plugs it up, he dams it up. So basically nothing else is going, nothing's going out. And he does the of Yamdu. The next morning, he gets up early in the morning, and he goes and he looks inside where uh, where he blocked the, the you know the passageway in and out. And he finds inside of their fish. That means those fish were yesterday blocked off. So the halachas mutarim near mutarim. That's considered like remuchan, since he had fish in a place where they couldn't escape from, even though he didn't specifically go and see the fish and say um. Mezamim, preparing these for tomorrow, I mean, Mezamim for tomorrow, the fact that they were there in his Rishos in a way that they couldn't escape is good enough. Amram Chizda. Says of Chizda, Medivi Rabbeinu Nilmaid, from Rav, we can learn that Chayish Akanan of Akaris, when an animal nests, an animal, in other words, has babies in a paradise, and now the little babies, little infants, cannot get up and walk away. So, you don't need Zimun, you don't need to go in here of Yamtiv and say, ah, oh, those little uh, animals, those little babies, infants, I want to take them since they were born in the paradise, since they cannot leave the paradise. They're similar to the fish that were in the pond from before Yamtiv. And even though you didn't say you weren't, you got your mezami them, it's good enough. In its Yechazimut. says, Nafal Chavrin Viravravasa, our friend Rav Chizda, Nachman and Rav Chizda were contemporaries. They were all, and Rav as well, they were all Tamidim of Rav. And Rav Nachman said, our friend Rav Chizda, by making the statement that from the Allah Rav, that when you plug up Yamasamayim, you can take the fish in Yamtav, who then, if the animal has its uh, its offspring in the paradise, you can take them in Yamtav by saying that, by drawing that comparison, our friend has fallen into big, into big, uh, into big trouble, into big, uh, great, uh, as she says, he's gonna have many chalkim. We'll see in a minute what the reason is. For the Chalkin. There's a difference, in other words, between the case of plugging up the dam of water and the case of just having infants, offspring of an animal born in your uh, parts. Before we get to that, there's another Nusach. Some say that what happened was, Amar Rabba Barafuna, Rabba Barafuna himself. In other words, Rabba Barafuna quoted what Rafuna said in the name of Rabba, and then he himself commented, from Rav, we can learn that the animal that's born doesn't need zimun. 
So either way, I'm Rav Nachman over Chavim Rav Rasa's son, the Bar Chavim, the son of our friend, fell into the trouble, into the great Mafleikis. Meaning in the first lesson, he was talking to Rav Chizda, so he says Chavim, our friend. And now he's talking to Rav Barafuna, Rav was his friend. Rav Barafuna was the son of his friend, so he calls him the son of our friend. Anyway, he's in trouble. He's in Mafleikis. Why? Because there's a big difference between the case when he plugs up the Amasamayim and the case where he uh, he just finds an animal that was born before Yamtiv. Because Hasam, in that case, where the animal was born, his fire is covered by so he didn't do anything. It was there and it's just true. But he didn't do anything to him, put it there. Hacha, but in the case of the Amasamayim, covered by he did a Maisa. He went to Nerv Yamtiv and he plugged it up. So even though he didn't actually look inside and see what was there, but we say that when he plugs it up, that's equivalent to being Mizamein. To being making everything inside. Right? So there you did a Maisa, and that's enough. But the case where you didn't do a Maisa, who said that's enough? That's the Kasha, that's the Ravavas, that's the great Maflaikis that you can make with Ravchizda's analogy. Now the Gemara asks a question on Ravchizda, it doesn't need Zimun. It's more than just a, a logical uh, question. It's a stira from a Braisa, but Tani says in the Braisa, an animal. That nests, that has its offspring in the, in the paradise. Sri Chalazamin, you have to be Mizamin with Sipor Drar. And if you have a Sipor Drar, a wild, loose, free bird, and you want to be able to take it on Yamtiv, so Echlikshar, if you have to tie up its wings before Yamtiv, here's a different concern, Kedish, like this Chalaz Bima, if you didn't get confused with its mother, you might think that you're Mizamin at Sipor Drar beforehand, and you want to catch it on Yamtiv, you might confuse it with the mother, you have to make some kind of a simon, tie up its wings. Fine. And this is an edus that they testified, and they said it in the name of Shmaya and of Sain. In any event, here it's Mepurish, that in the case of Chaya, Shukhanan the Chaya that has its offspring in someone's paradise, and they can't escape when it's before Yamtev, you need to examine them to Yuvta. So this is a Yuvta in Chizda. The case of Amas Hamayim is Mutter, because plugging up the Amas Hamayim itself is the equivalent of Sinai. The case where the Chaya has the offspring and a person didn't do anything whatsoever, that's not uh, enough, and it requires a zimun. But the Gemara, when we buy a zimun, does it, taka need zimun? But then there's another b'risa, and there's another b'risa that seems to say that in the case of Chaya Shukhanah Mabar Pardes, you don't need zimun. It says in the b'risa, Vatanya, Amr Rabbi Shimon Ben Olasa, Maudi Bishama Yubis Hillel, Al Shizminan Betofakan, they agree in the case when a person was mizamit, he was making, he said, I'm going to take and these birds here, Betocha Khan, inside of the nest, inside of the cage, where they are before Shabbos. And he comes, sorry, before Yamtiv, he comes on Yamtiv, and he finds the birds not inside the cage, but outside, in front of them. Just when you say that they're Asr, right, once they're found in a different place, it could be, in that case, it was a can on top, and a can on the bottom, and it could be that the ones that are in front of the one on the bottom were actually not from the one on the bottom, which he was making. They came from the one on the top, which he wasn't making. So fine, everyone agrees in that case that it's Asr. Now, but then he says, when do we say that it's a problem? In other words, that since we have to assume that the ones that are in front are not the ones that you are mizamin, are not the ones that you are making, so male it's Asr. When do we say that? That you need to be mizamin them, you need to be making them, and if you can't assume that the ones that you find in front are the same ones, it's going to be Asr. That's only Yoni Shovach. That's what we're talking about, Yoni Shovach, Yoni Aldiya. Yoni, pigeons that are in the Shovach, in the special cages of the chickens, of the pigeons are of Yoni Aliyah, are the only that live in the Aliyah, on the upper floors, with and birds, and birds that nested in little containers that they have in the walls of the buildings, 
So in those cases, you need to be mezaminim. And since you find it outside of the place where you're mezaminim, you can't necessarily know that those are the ones that you're mezaminim. But if you find, but if we're talking about avazim geese and tarnagoylem chickens, again, he hard decides, very domesticated Herodian pigeons, achaya shikonin of a pious, or achaya that had your birth with offspring in the paradise. So those kinds of animals, mutarim, they're mutter, even if it's not the ones that you are mizami. don't need zimun. These ones don't need zimun. Here's my first in the b'raisa, that chaya shikonin of a paradise does not even need zimun. So we can really stop here. This is the question. We're going to finish the price, and then we'll come back to deal with the question. But it's my first in the price of Chaya, Shekhanah, Nebuchadnezzar, the offspring is mutter, even if you weren't mezamin it, even if you're mezamin another one, and then you found something that might seem to be something else, it's okay, because you never needed to do it in the first place. Let's go on to the price. If it's Yipor, Jirar, and this wild free bird, Shekhanah, the Kashi, Bechanefei, have to tie up the wings as a sim in Kedesh, Leitis, Chalek, Bihima, so it shouldn't be confused with its mother. Vyamikusharim, and animals that are tied up, and you know that those are the ones that you're mezamin. There are other animals that aren't tied up, but don't need to be tied up, because uh, you can tell which ones they are. And minunam literally just means you, you move them around. In other words, before Yamtav, you went and you picked it up, and that was how you were mezamin them. So basically what he's saying is, if we're talking about animals that you were mezamin, whether you did it by, by tying them up as a simon because you needed to, or just by picking them up because that's all you needed to do. If you find them, on Yamtiv, the Bayreis, in Bayreis, in Batim, in Batim, in Vesichim, in Ma'areis. So in all of those places, Mutam, you can take them. They're not Muktzah because you are making them. And in one of these places, you can take them out. Uvilanos, but if you find them up in a tree, I say you cannot take them off the tree. Shami Yalavitle, she's always a Fashash on Yamtiv, right? Shabbos, take anything off of a tree, is a Gezeira, Shami Yalavitle. Maybe you'll climb up onto the tree and pick something off the tree, pick a fruit off the tree, and a Mela, it's us. Okay. And then the Bryce says something related. If we're talking about animals that are tied up, that you know that someone else picked them up, that means he owns them. So if you find them anywhere, if you know somebody else picked it up, somebody else tied it up, then you can't consider it hefker. You have to assume that the first person who tied it, who was Minania, was Kainet with Hagba, and this Pashat Zayla. I guess it was something you might have thought that that's not really a Kenyan and it's considered half crystal and you can take it. No, once you know there was Mikusha or Minuana, so that's a Kenyan. So anyway, that's the Kasha. The Kasha is that in his Bible it says that a Chaya Shekhanan of a Paradise, the offspring are considered Mizuman, even though you weren't Mizamin. I'm not a Kasha. Haba, Habima. The Bible's are talking about different things. The Bible that says that you don't need Zimun, Haba, that's talking about the Vlad, the Vlad. Doesn't need zimun. It's not going anywhere. Habima, the Bryce says you do need zimun. That's talking about the mother. The mother is going to fly away. The mother uh, is not, you know, yours for the taking. Before Yantiv, Samamela, you need zimun. Because the Gemara, one second, Hima, zimun zagil, it's enough to be examining the mother. I mean, the mother is Bechlal wild. Say to Malyusahi, you need to really catch the mother. Meaning, why would it say over here that if it's talking about the mother, I mean, the mother, you need to say that it's a proper to take the mother. It's a wild animal that happened to come in for a minute. You can't take that on Yamtiv. Even if you said, I'm going to take it on Yamtiv, it's considered Seda when you take it on Yamtiv. We're talking about the infant, and then it's not going to escape. And you have a Shaila, it's not a question of Seda, it's not going anywhere. It's a question only of, 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 of Zmana, of Shana. So, Elam Rav Nachman is like a different text. Rav Nachman says, both prizes are talking about the flat. 
And one Bryce says you need to be mezamein, and one Bryce says you don't need to be mezamein. But it really depends. How big gina has here? The one is talking about a gina next to the city. If it's right adjacent to the city, it's right there. So then, if there's an animal that's born and it's immobile and it's there for the taking, it's mukhalidir. It's right near the city, right near where the person lives. So then we say his stamdas is he probably knows about it. Rashi says he knows about it, and his stamdas is to take it. So that's what we mean when we say you don't need hazmana. When we're talking about an animal that's right there and it's immobile, it's an infant, and it's samuchlir, and you could take it, so then it's not considered mukha. It doesn't need zimuch. But the other bias is talking about a gina shainas mukha. It's not here, it's far away. And then a person doesn't know about it, he doesn't have das to take it, and there will be an isra of mukha uh, to take it, it needs zimun. If he knew about it and he was mizamin, he said, I'm going to take it, so then it will be mukha. But otherwise, it would be asa. Says the Mishnah, Behema misukhanis, an animal that's misukhanis. In other words, he's about to die. So if the animal dies, it becomes an avela, and he can't eat it. So a smart person would quickly shacht it. We're not talking about a treifa. It's not a treifa, it's just a little bit sick. An animal that's sick, you're allowed to shacht it and eat it. So that's what they would do. They'd quickly shacht it before it would die. How about an yamtif? An yamtif, you're not shachting it now to eat it. You're shachting it in order to save it for the long term. So we said this again, if you could eat it, it could be the guests are going to come. If it could be that you'll eat it, it's good enough. So the mission says, Laisha, you're not allowed to shacht it. Unless you know there's enough time during the day, and this is enough time to eat a kezayis. You have to be able to cut off a kezayis of it, roast it, and eat it. If there's enough time before shkia to do that, then you can shacht it. Otherwise, you're shachting it for after yamtiv and it's asked. Kiva Omer, no. I feel kezayis high. Even if there's only enough time to take a kezayis and eat it raw, that's enough. Even though it's a real achila b'shasat chak, but if you can eat a kezayis high, that's enough. And where does the kezayis have to come from? Be based to vichas. It sounds like it means the base to is the place where you shacht it. Literally, the home where you shacht it, but it seems to be the meat right near the neck. In other words, right where you've cut it, you can literally shacht it and grab a kezayis right there where it's exposed, without even having to skin the animal and take it and eat it, kind of like, uh, you know, 30, 40 seconds, something sounds like that. As long as you have that much time, that's good enough according to Bikiva. But, it says, if you shacht such a thing, don't bring it into the city with uh, moat. These are different, uh, it's a pole and Two people carrying it, you shouldn't bring it into the city like that, because when you do that, it's avshimil. So Rashi says, meaning to say, it looks like you're uh, you're doing something on a mass scale. It's clear that you're doing it for after yamtiv. You can bring it in your hand, piece by piece, aver by aver, limb by limb. Otherwise, you go outside after you shechted, you bring in you know one leg, and then you go back and bring in the other leg, and then you go back and bring in the, the ribs. Bring it in different parts, and then each time you're going, each time you're going with one part, it looks like you're doing it. For now, as opposed to being the whole animal, it's very clear that you shechted it for after yamtiv, and that's usher to to publicize that. Amar Rami Barachama says, "Sorry, Amar Rami Barachama says the Gemara. Rami Barachama says, 'Hevshet v'nituach bo'ayla.' Is it din in the Torah? You have to be hevshet. You hevshet v'nituach. Hevshet is skinning. You have to skin the korban ayla. Then you cut it up into the different parts and you put it on the mizbeach. And he says the same way. There's a mitzvah of hevshet v'nituach bo'ayla." Who had done the katsab? The same thing for butchers. The butchers have to skin the animals and they have to cut them up into parts. The Torah A person should not eat basar before skinning it and cutting it into pieces. Now the Shah is my kamashman. What does he mean? What's the Indian of derech In other words, nothing to do with the mitzvah. A person in his own butcher shop, after he shechts, he should do a similar thing for the base of mikdash. He should skin it and cut it up. Why? 
If he's coming with Rafuka and Rafuna, he's coming to say, if Lach is not like Rafuna, what is Rafuna say? Then Rafuna behemoth of Achaya and Hanavu, and it's a lie, even with Cheskat Israel. Gizum with Sasir. It's like Avram and Achai, you can't take it and eat it. Until you know exactly that it was shafted properly. How it was shafted. You know that it was shafted properly, you're all set. Nishkata, once it's shafted properly, but Cheskat's head, it's considered mutter. Unless you know that there's a, a shaila, so Rashi explains that until it's shechted, if you don't know it's shechted properly, you have to be machmer if it's any suffolk. Once you know it's shechted properly, and then the suffolk arises later, a shaila of trefus, you can say that it is a cheskas kashus. So according to Afuna, after you shechted an animal, you can assume, as long as you know the shechted done properly, the animal is kasher. You don't need to establish that it's not a trefa. You can assume it's a cheskas heter, and so you know that it became a trefa. So according to Afuna, you wouldn't need to skin the animal and cut it up and look at all the different uh, organs to make sure it's not a trefa. You can just take a piece of meat as it is and eat it. So this memory of Rami Bar Abba, is it coming lafukim Rafuna and saying, no, you need to skin it, you need to cut it up, not like Rafuna. But it can't be because we're not because we going to the Mishnah, we're not to the Mishnah, the Mishnah is like Rafuna. It's enough to shakht it, as long as you can eat a few kazayis chai, kazayis ra, right from the base of shrit. I mean, you shakht it and just take a piece of meat right there. My love, you basically chas, my doesn't that, Sound like those words mean from right where you shafted it, from a neck. That means you're not skinning it, you're not looking at anything, not the lungs, not the heart, nothing. You're just taking it and eating it without hash, without nitzvah. Not like a funa. Uh, sorry, like a funa. The words makam based kifasa doesn't mean the makam eshkita. It means from the place inside the animal, where it cuts up. It's food, meaning where it digests. It's food, meaning fakir. It means down to the middle of the animal, meaning you have to skin the animal. And check through everything until you get to the stomach and it's all exposed. And then you can take a piece of raw meat there without actually cooking it. That's the way we would understand the Mishnah according to Rafa.